Welcome to the We've All Done It podcast. If you are struggling with some toxic work BS, you, my friend, are in the right place. Office politics are hard, and sometimes we are the fun and dysfunction. I am Kimberly Benoit, your host and author of We've All Done It, getting real about the role we each play in a toxic workplace. With over 20 years of leadership experience, and yes, my own toxic missteps, I will be joined by leaders just like you and I to explore common leadership situations that every leader finds themselves in at some point in their career. We discuss lessons learned in a judgment-free space because no matter how it feels, we aren't alone in our struggles. We all have our own BS and we can support and learn from each other. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the latest episode of We've All Done It. Um, I'm your host, Kimberly Benoit, and I am excited you're here because today I'm going to be start doing something a little bit different. Um, this is going to be the first in three different episodes centered around how to create a highly engaged team. Um, one of the things that I think is most obvious and what I hear so much about is particularly since the pandemic is the struggle to have an engaged team. And, um, I have very vivid memories of we had gone remote and suddenly it was a crisis, a fevered pitch of our engagement had gone down. People were not, um, showing up as their normal selves. Now, granted we were dealing with the pandemic, But it begged the question of, well, what were you doing before to have an engaged team versus what you're trying to do now? And that question led to a variety of answers. And so I want to boil it down for you into three things. And today we're going to focus on the first one, Um, but three basic practical things every single leader can do to produce a more engaged team. So why does this matter, right? Engagement is pivotal in whether or not people will stay on your team, stay with your company, whether they are going to show up and do their best work, um, or if they're just going to kind of phone it in. Um, And the biggest reason why I think you should care is research has found that on the global scale, a low engagement is costing organizations $8.8 trillion. That's a T trillion dollars. Um, Because what happens is is we know every time we lose a team member, the cost to backfill that person isn't just, I mean, we can look at it in cost and dollars and cents, but the reality is, is it also is such an emotional drain on you and your team. The work still has to get done. And every single time a person leaves, it puts more pressure on who remains and getting them to maybe start questioning things and asking, why are they there? And, you know, it kind of can snowball. So we are going to start, I, like I said, boiled it down to three things. So today we're going to start with the very first element that I think every leader really needs to think about. And that is around the idea of concern, genuine concern for each member of your team. Now, I can hear almost hear people saying, well, yeah, I care about my team. Yeah. Okay. So let's 
break it down into some basics, right? So, because I don't want anybody to feel defensive about it. But when you are sitting down with your team, so first off, do you have committed time with your team, each team member? Like, do you have dedicated, non-negotiable, we are going to sit down and talk about whatever you want to talk about and whatever I need to talk about with you. So that is important. Do you have dedicated time? Because in that one action, you are showing that you are making space for that person, that meeting with that individual is important to you. Um, I can recall a leader that I was aware of who would do group meetings all the time. Like he would always have two or three people because he had a lot of people reporting to him and it absolutely destroyed the morale on his team because he, they never felt that they were safe enough to have private conversations with him without other people being in the room. He just never made space for them. Um, And then he would have like, he would give them critical feedback that maybe would have been better in a one-on-one situation versus in front of their peer group. So again, you're communicating something through action. So it's not necessarily the words you're using, it's the actions you're taking. So when you think about concern, I would heavily invite you to think about what are my actions saying to those who report to me? So again, do you have specific time set aside? And if you don't, like really think about what that message is. Like what message are you sending? What about how would you feel if your leader never made space for you? Like you are struggling with something, you have maybe a performance problem or you have some kind of political landmine you're trying to navigate and your leader basically just never made space for you. That would really suck. Same thing for your team. They want that access to you. They want you to make space for them so that they feel important to you. So that's number one. So ask yourself that question, number one. Um, And then what I would do is say, what are you expecting? So like when you get that time with them, how does that time actually look? Okay. So for instance, um, I like to bring this one up a lot because everyone's guilty of this to some degree. So when you're meeting with someone in a one-on-one How often do you look at the notifications on your phone, your email, or your Apple Watch? So I will tell you, again, not necessarily the words you're using, but the actions you're taking. I can't tell you how infuriating it is if I'm having like a very important conversation with someone. And I've seen leaders that I adore do this. Um, I've done it to people. Um, That doesn't mean it's okay. Um, but like, I'm having some, like, it's a very important topic that needs to be addressed. And then I know in an instant, I have lost them when they look down at that Apple watch on their wrist, they're gone and they will inevitably say, Oh, keep going. But I immediately know I have lost you and you are no longer with me. And the message you have been communicated through your action is whatever I'm saying really isn't that important. So it's great you made time for me, but if you're actually not literally giving me your attention, then you're wasting it. Like then it's essentially like you're checking a box and no employee wants to feel like they're a box being checked. They want to feel that what they're saying matters, their concerns matter. They want your advice on how to navigate 
the world that we're in right now. I know sometimes people may not think that they want you, you know, like they're seeking your advice. I know some leaders who are like, I think my teams hate me. But the truth is, is if you make space for them and they start to trust you, they will ask you for help. They need your help. They need your guidance. And that is so incredibly important. But your actions have to show that you're willing to even give it in the first place. Um, and then what I would say is, is so when we're talking, so there's two things right out of the gate that you can ask yourself. Do I have committed time with each team member? And I'm not saying this has to be every week, people. Like, you know, if it needs to be once a month or whatever it is that works, but it's something that you commit to and you keep consistent. And you're going to hear those messages come up a lot in the future in upcoming episodes. Um, so are you sending the right message there? And then when you're physically with them, are you with them? Are you genuinely present with them? Um, and that they feel that the time that they have with you, even if it's just 15 minutes, is engaged. You are engaged with them for that amount of time. Um, I'm not saying it has to be an hour. Um, you know, I understand like uh, having worked in healthcare, sometimes 10 minutes is all you need. Then you be fully present for that 10 minutes. Um, you can do that. It, 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 I mean, I, I, I understand it could be tough, but you can absolutely, absolutely do that. So I just kind of want to wrap this up a little bit um, because again, we're going to have two more episodes and I want to make this seem as practical and approachable as it actually is. But this is the foundation of starting to change your the culture on your team, whether or not people feel valued. Cause let's be honest at the end of the day, engagement is really tied to, for some people it may be, you know, money or whatever, but people want to ultimately feel like they are seen, they are valued and that you care. Like at some level, there's a genuine level of care and concern about who they are and how they're showing up every day and what they need to do a good job. Um, so again, recap one, make sure you have time carved out for each person Two, give them your attention, not your email, not your cell phone, not your Apple watch them make eye contact. Like even right now, I, how I am sitting with you, I am directly facing the camera. This works in virtual world too. This isn't just about being, um, in person. This is meaningful in person you know, in a remote environment, you know, don't have multiple screens and make it clear that like, you're just looking at another screen half the time, like, or that you're tight, you know, like whatever it is, you fully engage, ask them meaningful questions to show you're listening, paraphrase back to them, show you're listening. Um, again, just be present for the amount of time you're there. So if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, just be present with them. And if you need to divert, so let's say there's some, you have some emergency thing, tell them so that if there is an interruption, it's expected and understood. And, you know, because I'm, 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 I'll be very clear, like that happens, but you have to communicate. You have to be very transparent about things. It's about the respect you're giving, just like it's the respect you want to receive from your leadership. Um, so again, I just want to say you can absolutely do this. I want you to go out and try a little bit of this. Um, again, 
I'm not, there's no judgment in any of this. I have made the same mistakes. You know, I know when I'm waiting for important emails to come through and sometimes people want to talk about stuff that I don't necessarily think is important, but it's important to them. It's not about you in that moment. If you're making space for your team and you are truly worried about creating a very engaged system around you, you have to put them first at times and you have to care about what they care about. You have to understand what is actually even important to them. And to do that, you have to be present and you have to be genuine. So, um, yay. So that is the foundation. I want you to go out try some things with your team. You know, if you don't have stuff, just, just set a goal to get some meetings, some, some regular meetings on the calendar. That's a huge step in and of itself. You're sending a message without saying a word. Um, and then again, the same thing, like if you know, you don't turn off those notifications, or if you know that I watch, if that hit a little, that Apple watch, if that hit a little too close to home, take the watch off and put it somewhere else on your desk take it off. Whatever it is that allows you to be successful, do those things. So go try them. Pretty please go give them an attempt. And then what I want you to do is let me know what worked. So I, um, so right here, um, if you're watching me on YouTube, there's a QR code. You can sign up for my newsletter. I do this once a week and there's a lot of information in there, but I, have a lot of open dialogue back and forth with people who get my email. So, um, so you can definitely sign up for that, but you can just email me my information's in the notes. So let me know what works for you in this one lesson. Um, what did you try? What works? What didn't work? And, uh, let us see if we can help you navigate this first step. Um, cause this really is the foundation of everything else you need to do in order to continue to grow that engaged culture on your team. And lastly, um, I just want to add, and this again will also be in the show notes, is I am incredibly excited to, as part of the like one year anniversary of We've All Done It podcast, like the podcast and the book, um, is I have, um, if you're thinking about getting it and you haven't read it yet, but you're not sure, I now am offering a sample reading, a free sample reading for you to check out. And so again, if you're watching this on YouTube, there's a QR code for you to check it out. And if not, if you're watching, if you're listening to this somewhere else, check out your show notes. There'll be a link there for you if you want to get that free sample reading. Um, again, I'm just feel so privileged that you have joined me today. And until we meet again, I'll see you later. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of We've All Done It. I know your time is valuable. That's why I'm for as little BS as possible. Hopefully today's episode has sparked some new ideas for you. If you would like to learn more about the We've All Done It leadership framework or how to work with me, please check out my website at KimberlyJBenoit.com. Until next time, 